The following content was recorded with exactly 40% more niggatry. Start the show. enough okay i think that's acceptable that's acceptable levels uh quality control and all that niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black the black ass cheat sheet for the wicked foolishness and fuckery i am your boy oz and i am a beaming gloating petty bitch today <laughs> you know what that is okay you're allowed to be, a, you be the best gleaming gloating Petty bitch, you possibly can. Ah, <sighs> man. Because it's a momentous occasion. Yes, it is. And yes, not is. just because we've done 113 ep- 112 episodes of this shit, and this is episode 113, but because this weekend is a momentous occasion. After two years of this podcast, but yes. four years of misery <laughs> and trauma. We are free. Damn it, we are free. Donald Joseph Trump, the king is dead. He has been dethroned, unseated, ousted. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Maybe the king's not dead, but his... The emperor definitely wears no clothes. The emperor wears no clothes. None whatsoever. It's over. And this is so momentous. D. Randall is actually... Uh, breaking his cleanse. Yes, <laughs> against doctor's recommendations, I am drinking and drinking. Damn it, happily. Um, he's drinking. He's drinking clear. So here's a here's a shot Uh-oh. glass for him. All right. I'm drinking dark. So this is a shot glass for me. This is a big deal. If I can open it. Let's get our pour up. All right. This is for no more Ben Carson, Betsy DeVos, Bill Barr, Stephen Miller, Eric Kushner, and all those other bitches. The king is dead. Fuck. Ah. (laughs) Woo. Hit that with the air horns, please. If I can find it. Oh, there it is. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Yes. Well, y'all are getting air horns today, by the way. Y'all, oh, man. The soundboard is about to be off the fucking chain. Soundboard's about to be ridiculous. Just gotta deal with it. Listen, man, I I gotta tell you, and it, it caught me off guard because you know, I told myself Tuesday that I wasn't gonna fuck with any election shit, that I wasn't gonna watch any of it. Uh, me and the gang were Call of Dutying it up. I hit the last of, I hit the last of my edibles. <laughs> I was I, I, I was I was drinking. And I was distracted. And when it got late, and there was no, there was no winner. I got curious at like twelve o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, the mail-ins are still coming in." And the days went by, and I broke, I broke my promise. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Damn. Yeah, um, I I, uh, I was I'm, I'm fortunate that luckily I was busy enough during the week that 
Um, I didn't really, I didn't really pay, I didn't pay attention. Um, I did kind of peek on Tuesday just to see if anything had been settled. And once I saw it hadn't been settled, I was like, yeah, I'll just wait. I'm sure that somebody will tell me when the shit is over. Right. And when I got off work on Friday, I was finally like, what the fuck is Nevada doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all got the most sophisticated money counting apparatuses in the world. And y'all are counting the, the ballots on fucking abacuses or something. And, and and after a while, like when it hit Friday, you're just sitting there, you're just sitting there waiting, cause you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the analysts, all the people have said it's coming, but let's be honest, we know what that. We, I mean, we know what that really was. The networks got a little frightened. Yep. And rightfully so. And let me tell you something. I don't watch the the news on television. I have not watched the news in a very long time up until now. Mm-hmm. Um. I woke up with MSNBC on my TV, and I was reminded of how much I hate Joe Scarborough. Um, but we agreed on something: is that Trumple Stillskin, Trumpster Fire, was really just intimidating the networks. All this talk about showing up at each state with all these lawyers and yeah. all these lawsuits, the networks are rightfully nervous about getting hit with a lawsuit. Nobody wants to be the one that's humiliated by this guy like that. The funny part is, Fox News, was, they were the ones that called Arizona first. They were the first one. <laughs> Fox News like, we, we done, y'all. Fox News is sick of this motherfucker. How about that? Hannity is tired of sucking his dick. Well, there will always be another dick for Hannity to suck. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, he, he will not refuse it. <laughs> um, but... You know, eventually, even even Scarborough and even some of the you could tell, and you could tell all the news people were restless than a motherfucker. Yeah, Don Lemon snapped on on Chris Cuomo, like he wanted to <laughs> slap the shit out of him over just some bullshit. And you know, Steve Kornacki was starting to look like real life Charlie Day from <laughs> Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, just, every people who didn't know who Kornacki was, Kornacki is a household name now. Yeah. Um. And of course, John King, the God, John King, or as, or as I refer to him, uh, Anderson Cooper from the from the War Torn Future. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna get a shoe endorsement soon. One hundred percent. That man was on his feet for like ninety six hours straight. He better get that Doctor Scholl's money. <laughs> Eventually, all of them were like, "Man, let's fucking call it." You know, they and you know they were all in the group chat. You know, once yeah, and once once Twitter started shutting down your boys' tweets. And and people just started like turning away from his press conferences. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just start calling it, Joe. And sure enough, Saturday morning, a new era began. An era without ignorance. Well, well, there will always be ignorance because you know. <laughs> otherwise, we would have no show. <laughs> as, as as a as a as a very good meme said earlier today. At least we get back to the racism that we're used to. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and with that said, flowers, flowers go to you, mm-hmm. black people, the culture. We did it. We did it. What was it? 80, what was it? 89% black women? 91% black 91% women. 91%. Get it right. Uh, and about 80% black men. Oh man! Um, and, and not to be not to be um, understated, I I also read that 
because you know they they flipped Arizona blue as well. Right. Ninety seven percent of the Navajo Nation <laughs> voted for Biden. Um, and also shout out to our, our Latino brothers and sisters out there Showed up because, as well. because of SB 1070. Um, people, people just fed, everybody's just fed up with this shit. Everybody's fed up with it. So thank you racists for making yourselves very visible and it's easy true. targets to slap the shit out of. It's true. Um, but people of color and black people in particular showed the fuck up this time. We showed the fuck up. I, people I have never heard talk about voting ever a day in their life that it showed up this time you know except Kanye Kanye I mean he voted vote for himself he voted for himself imagine imagine being Kanye and your wife doesn't even vote for you (laughs) well you know he should have included that in the in the hologram of Robert Kardashian that he's that he had sent to her, telling her what a fucking genius he is. Wow, because uh, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. The culture came through, and, and now let and let me say this comes with a caveat. Let me be honest here. There's a flip side, and we do have to unpack the fact that black people in this country too often are called upon to fight fights. For this country mm-hmm. that would never be fought for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we are too often we are marginalized and ignored and called upon to talk to 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 show up and do our duty when duty is not done for us. Nope. Um, because make no mistake, we are still under attack. Uh, we are still an endangered species. Um Law enforcement still does not respect us. White supremacy is still is still is still has their foot on our necks. Um, so that cannot be ignored. Having said that, we live here too. Yeah. And unfortunately, the rest of the country's problems are eventually going to be our problems, and they're going <clears> to <throat> affect us disproportionately. Oh, so we shit. had to show up. They're going to be our problems first. They're going to be, I was going to say, <laughs> more always. so than anybody else. They're, we're going to feel it first. So we stepped up and did what we had to do. It was still a strong pull. As, as long as we understand. Uh, but the, 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 the turnout for Trump, and the turnout for everybody, but definitely the turnout for Trump, I think it was bigger now than, I think I think that side went harder than it did last time. Um. What? Trump side? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like well, fifty-two percent of white women voted for him last time. Fifty-five um, percent voted for him this time. Oh man. Um. Definitely gotta stop fucking the white women now. The white the white male vote was on par with what it was last time. Now that's no surprise. And you know, I think he got a few more. He got a few more black men over there. Ah uh, man, yeah. Um, Niggas. Be that as it may. Um. We did ourselves a, we did our we did ourselves a huge solid because nobody was going to do it for us. Yep. Um, and you definitely deserve to pat yourself on the back. Which brings me to this week's humans ain't shit. Mm. A reminder: you are allowed to be happy. You are allowed to be happy this week. Absolutely. You are allowed. You can give yourself permission. You can, You're you're allowed to be happy every day. You're allowed to be happy any day happiness is upon you. 
you're allowed to be a little relieved this week. We'll, we'll say that just a little relieved. Um, right, because that, nobody and, and and because the woke niggas are gonna come in and say what they gotta say, and because I've learned this weekend that woke niggas just don't have a single ounce of joy in their heart about anything ever. Nope. Because um, for them, being black is about being miserable every second of every day of every week. Having said that, you have to understand that I'm always saying that we have to learn to navigate each other's trauma better. Mm -hmm. Because there are people in this country who have dealt with Four years of trauma in a format that they never thought they'd see it in. Mm -hmm. There are people that have dealt with trauma because of policies instituted and policies not instituted by Donald Trump. Quite a few attempted. 2020 is the culmination of a do-nothing, what do they call it, lame duck president. Yeah. Who sat on his ass for personal gain, and at least what? What is it now? Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thirty-nine thousand deaths. Two hundred thirty-nine thousand people suffered for it. We can probably. I don't have the statistics. We could probably see where black people are affected disproportionately by that. Um, and those people have families, and they're and. There are members of those families who want to see this motherfucker fired, and they got to see that. There's something to be nobody. Nobody is responsible. Nobody else is responsible for your happiness. But there is something to be said about seeing resolution to having trauma inflicted upon you. Mm -hmm. I saw I saw some crazy chick on my. Uh, on my shit trying to make people feel bad talking about I've been traumatized since the Rodney King beatings. Well, good for you. All right. Okay. Um your trauma doesn't look like other people's trauma. There are people who went through it the past 4 years, mm -hmm. who went through it afra more afraid than they normal than they normally have been because racism has been overt. Right. More than it has been for a lot of people. This is a different generation we're talking to, especially here. our Muslim Americans. Like they, they, there was some, there were, there were levels of Islamophobia after nine eleven, um, but in twenty seventeen, your boy really took that shit um, to the next level. To the next level by doing the Muslim ban, you know, or or attempting to do the Muslim ban, and, that, and that's traumatizing for people. And and I, I have, I have friends who you know are Muslim Americans. I have friends of Iranian descent. Who all of a sudden were worried that they would never see their family again because some dude, you know, in his little xenophobic bullshit, um, wanted to fondle Stephen Miller's balls and his head, which I mean, they they both look the same, and you know, get get their little jollies off. That's that's some that's and that's trauma that they've had to live with for an entire presidency. Because you never knew when this dude was going to try to flip and do that shit again, and and you have all other types of rights that are that are being um, attacked during that time: reproductive rights, um, voting rights, all all types of things that 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 this administration unabashedly um, tried to shit on for four years. And you see people, and you see people that 
may have always been around, but have definitely been emboldened mm-hmm. um, by a leader who has encouraged and profited from harm mm-hmm. on uh, marginalized on many marginalized groups, but black people in particular. I just saw a video where there was a where where there was a young lady who saw who saw a bunch of Trump people pepper spraying someone, caught it on film in the parking lot, and they and and all of them with their trucks blocked her in and threatened her and tried to and tried to take and tried to reach in her car and take her take her her phone. Mm. And when and when they said y'all are gonna just y'all just gonna do a woman like that, went and got a woman and she started beating on the car. Threatening to beat her up. And when she went to the police, the police laughed at her and walked away. You and know, somebody asked why the police didn't step in. Why doesn't why doesn't Peter Parker step in when Spider-Man's doing shit? To paraphrase Sam Cook, <laughs> a fade is gonna come. A, f- a fade is gonna come. Cause and that's that's the other that's been the other outcome of of this administration. And when I say fade, it's not just a physical fade. Um, in the early days of the administration, with the Richard Shermans and and the people like him, you know, we saw them catching actual fades on television. Real talk. Um, in the wake of civil unrest this year, we've seen white supremacy begin to catch a fade, even by white people that are fed up with the shit that that's happening. Um, so that's what I'm saying. You know, one of the, if you have to put a silver lining on it, now that these same people are, are emboldened enough to show their hands, right? They're also showing their chins, and they they have glass jaws, and and fades are being passed around. They're gonna get dropped. Um, all hands matter. All hands matter. Um, just so, just to reiterate. That's the trauma we've been dealing with. That's the trauma a lot of people who hadn't been exposed to it before are dealing with. And we have to be more compassionate and sympathetic to that if we're going to advance as a community. A community a community sympathizes and understands one another's struggles. A community sympathizes and understands and reaches out to embrace those people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long it took you to get on the same page. You're on the same page now, yep. and we all got to deal with it. So, you are allowed to be happy today, uh, this week. Whenever you listen to this, this week, you're allowed to be. You're allowed to be happy. Give yourself permission to be happy. Give yourself permission to feel a little relief. We know the work's not done. We know there are battles to be fought, and we're going to fight them. But you have to t- you have to take the victories where you can. You have to take the victories and embrace them and appreciate them where you can get them because yep. you don't know how long the next fight's gonna be. Yep. People who root for losing teams know this. <laughs> what up, I Bubs? was happy as shit. The Texans just the Texans just won their second game of the season. Oh shit! I was elated. I know they're not going to the Super Bowl. But damn it, that's something to have pride in. You just want to see a dub. I just, I just want to see the dub, man. I just want to see the fire in JJ Watt's eyes, man. <laughs> you know, and and that's how you gotta feel about it. 
because you don't know when you're going to see another W again. Um, and it, and anybody that tries to make you feel bad about celebrating, <clears throat> please cordially invite them to eat a black-owned dick. Mine, specifically. Mine. Tell them. Oz's. Or the first one you find. Or, or the first one you find. First one you find. Um, support you know, black business. as good as another one, I'm told. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, embrace it. Because this episode is definitely going to be us embracing it. <laughs> Song of the week. Slow it down a little bit. Definitely took myself there a little bit. Um, this is... This song of the week is Middle of the Night by Walden Wesley. Mm. Um, you know, it's getting to be cold. It's getting to be cold front weather. Uh, so pour yourself something. Get comfortable. Uh, relax for a minute. We're going to have a good episode, man. We're going to get you through it. That's what we're here for. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Mid-July. Times can't five. Still, you hit it on more suddenly. I can't get enough of you, pray you won't get enough of me What that said, keep me company Tell you something sweet, you my honeybee And if you're free, I can take you out But she don't really do the club thing, really do the love thing Pretty like a stallion, mama sitting like a Mustang She don't wanna trust me, think I'm up to something She think I want one thing, she think I want one thing Damn you turn something into nothing, yeah But I turn nothing into something She don't wanna trust me Think I'm up to something She think I'm a one thing Somebody, but he can never ride your wave like tsunami. I don't care, no cash on my body. Light my liquor dark like I like my coffee. IG group place with your rider, that bossy still. But keep it real, she don't really do the club thing, really do the love thing. Pretty like a stallion, mama sitting like a Mustang. She don't wanna trust me, think I'm up to something. She think I want one thing, she think I want one thing. Damn. You turn something into nothing, yeah But I turn nothing into something She don't wanna trust me, think I'm up to something She think I'm a one thing Shoot. Sure.
smoke by. That, that, that brought me down. That, yeah. that, that, that soothed the savage beast. See, you know, get your get your resting heart rate back. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I need to drink more now. You know, it's like that sometimes. Um, couple of quick items, couple of quick sad items before we get our jokes off again. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot go any further without highlighting. Oh, well, yeah, we'll we'll do the the good the up ones okay. in a minute. But couple of down notes. Al Roker has prostate cancer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is supposed to be having some kind of uh, corrective surgery in that regard. Um, yeah. It, maybe he's already had it. I'm not sure. The, the good thing is prostate cancer is, is it's more and more treatable. Um, yeah, my, my father was treated for it uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, able to catch it early, and it was it was a very it was a very mild case that was not really in danger of of spreading, but it was still good that they they caught it early. Mm-hmm. Um, fellas, just so y'all know, um, modern medicine has progressed so that those of you who are concerned about the traditional means of getting a prostate exam need not worry anymore. They can now do that using blood samples, so. The old school digital exam, as they say, right. the, the manual exam, the manual. Uh, it's no longer necessary. So make sure you go out there and get checked, especially black men. Uh, you know, just like everything else, it seems like we're we're more likely to get it. Just true. Just starting from well, they say starting at forty, but uh, my doctor my doctor says starting at thirty five. So say it's not too it's not too early to get. Like yeah, because I mean you can get it at any age really. Um, but yeah, wishing wishing Al Roker a speedy and full recovery from um, that. You know, hopefully this is the beginning. This is the beginning of an uphill battle. Yeah. Um, also, cannot go any further without recognizing the unti- the the passing of Mr. Alex Trebek, uh, host of Jeopardy. Yes, the goat. Um, long time, long time fight with cancer. Yeah. Um, he and it, it, actually he ended up in the percentage of people that um, he survived a lot longer than uh, according to his physician mm-hmm. was expected. Yeah, he fought that fight. He did. Um, he was God. Alex. Alex was what? He was an eighty, I think. Eighty. He was like eighty. Yeah. Um. So. Definitely gonna miss him. Jeopardy. I'm sure Jeopardy was a part of many of our childhoods. It was definitely a part of mine. Yeah. Um, right down to, like, there's not a part of my childhood. Like one of my favorite movies is White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> Going and, to Sizzler. Yeah, yeah. Going to Sizzler. <laughs> and Rosie Perez going to Jeopardy. That was hilarious. Um, uh, the the irony was not lost upon me in him and Sean Connery passing in the same week. Oh man! Especially considering the the SNL sketch that bound the two of them together. Oh boy, that that shit was funny. I'm surprised I didn't see more jokes about that. I, you know, I'm, I would be, it would be the ultimate uh, tribute if someone put "Suck It Trebek" <laughs> on, on his tombstone. Um. So yeah. Um. Definitely rest in paradise. We miss you already. We love you. And, uh, and look, as far as I'm Alex Trebek was a spicy bitch too. That's the thing I liked about him. <laughs> Alex was smart. 
But he would just throw some shade in on you. Like, right? Just to let you Whenever know. Whenever you got the answer, um, the, the correct answer was Charlie Brown. Yeah, famous famous uh, comic there. Yeah. Charlie Brown. Pretty much everyone knows who it is. Oh. So only the most famous comic strip in the world. Oh. But uh, Charlie Brown. You said Beetle Bailey. Fuck did you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we will miss that. And as far as I'm concerned, Jeopardy is over. Yeah. <laughs> when, please when Alex go, Jeopardy is a Please rap. don't let Drew Carey <laughs> right. post Jeopardy 2. You know, y'all go, yeah, yeah, ain't no replacements, because y'all going to run off and go get Tiffany Haddish or some shit. No, nah, don't do that. Um, Though that would be a hilarious, <laughs> that would be a, a hilarious skit or something. Don't want to see that in real life. Nope. Um, A couple of quick, uh, a couple of quick uh, positive notes I was supposed to put at the top of the program. Um, congratulations to Miss Tay Freeman. Um, who just graduated and got certified for her. I don't know the, I don't know the initials. <laughs> um, whatever career she, whatever vocation she has, uh, she has taken, whatever path she has taken in vocation, she is certified officially to do that, which means more money. Yeah. Which means the price just went up. Uh, so congratulations there. I saw your social media posts. Um, I love how black people do everything big. Eric, you know, you know, you had a little graduate, you got to have a cute little outfit under your graduation joint. Mm -hmm. Um, when you take the pictures afterwards, she had a red dress and some fucking boots on. Mm. Uh, like she was like, she knew she was about (laughs) to hit, like she knew she was about to hit the turkey leg hut afterwards. Oh shit. Uh, she's in the pictures hitting them with that blue steel. I feel you. I feel you. We do everything better. It's okay. Black girl magic on in full effect. Um, also want to wish a happy birthday to my editor in chief at Black Nerd Problems, Mr. William Evans. Uh, Will is a. I don't know how Will gets all the shit he does in a day done. Um, on top of being a uh, an attentive an attentive husband and a loving father. Um, uh, Will has uh, through Black Nerd Problems. Will has opened up a platform that has given a lot of young writers um, a chance to express themselves that they may or may not have previously had before. Mm-hmm. I am definitely in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I would not be the person I am. I would I could say I would not have the confidence um, to go forth and pursue all the projects that I do. Um, had I not been given this opportunity to be a staff writer, a founding staff writer, uh, part of like the original, Jesus, the original seven, Damn. uh, we are far more than seven. I have lost count. The Justice Society of America. Right? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? At the end of Justice League, you know, Ben Affleck was like, you know, six chairs. And Wonder Woman was like, oh no, we're going to have more. <laughs> um, and so more has come. We're more like the legion of superheroes now. Yep. Um, so, uh, hope you're having a wonderful birthday. We- hope you had a wonderful birthday weekend by the time you're hearing this. Um, uh, you deserve many more. God bless you. Thank you for all the opportunities you've given me. Um, it will, it will never, it will never be forgotten. Um, I'd like to throw in one also. Do it. Uh, a friend of mine named Nina, Nina Mays, uh, one of my production partners, uh, on the, on the video side, 
she mm-hmm. has price just went up. Oh, we're gonna oh. save that one. Oh, we're gonna save that one. Okay, price yeah. just went up. That's that's important. That's important. Okay, that strike that one from the record. Uh, we'll be back to it. Um, did you hear the Busta Rhymes album? Of course I did. Uh, okay. So I know you're a Busta Bus fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, 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 but, I, 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 but, I, but I, but I, but I, but I, but I'm, I'm. I'm a reasonable Buster Rhymes sure. fan. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Of I, you know, I, I understand. Um, you know, Buster came hard in the, and he came hard in the nineties. That was that was prime Buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a little bit of a, a little bit of a drought for a couple of albums. Um, mm-hmm. Not a big fan of his uh, conglomerate era music. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but very mixtape-ish. Yeah, I, I I do feel like though this album was somewhat of a return to form. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, this is gonna sound crazy to me. Buster Rhymes has never been an amazing lyricist in terms of like the content of his sure. lyricism. He's not a rapidly rap guy, right? He's he's a he's a performer. He's yeah. you know he's, he's stylistically yeah. proficient. Uh, but I, I do think that he did show some growth with this one uh, production wise. I felt like it was on point. I've I've been listening to it almost daily like it's a very good workout in the garage that's exactly what it is yeah um album and i shit um, I'm, I'm setting personal records in the garage right yeah. now gains i'm telling you that's <laughs> when you know you're getting the good shit cause yeah the, that's that gains music yeah um i can say that i've been a i wouldn't say hardcore but definitely a more than slightly more than casual bust rhymes fan um when he started, when he just turned into Twister, that was really not my <laughs> shit. I, I mean, he always kind of rapped fast yeah. a little bit. And he had that capacity, and, and he showed it off here and there. I was not a fan of when he turned into Twister. It, it's okay when he does it in moderation. In moderation, yeah. But yeah. it felt, it, it, after a while, it felt like he was every song. Yeah, I feel like he diversified a bit on this album. Extinction. I didn't. I didn't want to take this album seriously because at first, because. It was called Extinction Level Event too, mm-hmm. and when you do, and, and I feel like when you do a sequel to an album you did twenty years ago, almost, yeah, it feels like you're just going for the hype factor. Yeah. Like when, like when Wayne told everybody that I can't feel my face too was ready. I didn't give a fuck. That sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't feel your face after all this time. You're like, stage two can't feel my face. Okay. Stage three can't feel your faces the weekend. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be talking to Trump. Wow. <laughs> for uh, oh, for various reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um so I wasn't I, I didn't want to get my hopes up about this being a a, a, a good album. Mm-hmm. Uh having said that, um there's something for I think there's something for most fans of most bus mm-hmm. bus of bus eras. That's a good yeah, that's actually good. Um, the features definitely reflect that. Mm-hmm. The heads are gonna appreciate some of these features. Yep, yep. Um, the casual top forty people are gonna appreciate some of these features. Mm-hmm. People in the middle are gonna appreciate some of these features. I wish the Drake song would have made it onto the album for Never various know. reasons. I know it wouldn't, <laughs> uh, but I wish it had made it onto the album. Because that would have fit well there. Yeah. Um, 
having said that, I, yeah, I think this is good quality workout music. Do I think it's do I think it's gonna bring Bustle Bus back to top forty? No. Nah. Do I think we're gonna be we're gonna be getting you know a big budget Hype Williams videos and sequels off this shit? Oh, no. Never again. Mm-mm. No, I, mean, I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's up for that anymore. To be honest mm-hmm. with you. Nah. Um, I'm a little jealous that he has gotten in shape overnight. That nigga, yeah, that nigga got back in shape. He's on the HGH or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Them creatine brownies. But you know, shout uh, shout shout out to him for doing. Shout it. out to him. Good album. Something uh, I'm trying to. I'm a fan. Hey, as of today, I've 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 lost forty pounds since February of this year. Hit him with the air horns, goddamn it. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's that pandemic starvation diet. That pan- <laughs> no, it really is. It really is just um, watching what you eat and getting a full night's sleep so far. So I'm already fucked. Uh, just so y'all know, <laughs> the Idris body is coming. It's going to come much slower <laughs> than what he's doing. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, definitely congratulations that on the on the grown man shit. Um. What else we got here? Oh, the shade room. Okay, so the shade room is cracking down on negative and hateful comments in the comment section. Huh? The shade room, I repeat, <laughs> is cracking down on negative and or hateful comments in the comment section. That's like their business plan, though. Doesn't it feel like it's their whole business model? I just... Uh, so what? What? What are they going to do? It's I, called the shade. Well, okay. Room. So I can see. Okay, I definitely see where things in the culture. You have to kind of. You have to read the room, and you have to kind of adjust for where you feel like the culture is, and also in a way where you feel like the culture is going. And I think we're headed to a place where um i hope we're headed to a place where the infighting and the bullshit is i i i think that's coming to an end and some of the things that we go back and back and forth on social media about you know lakeith stanfield has been saying for a long time shade room breakfast club uh, a couple of these blogs um these blogs and platforms are focal points for fuck shit. Yeah. And they encourage the fuck shit. Um, Jordan Woods said this way better than I could on her Insta stories. Is that is she's and and this is coming from someone who I'm who I know has been on the receiving end of a lot of shade room. Oh yeah. Um it's cool that you're that you're trying to read the room, but hopefully in reading the room, the shade room also does some internal evaluations and understand that the the negative and hateful comments and the culture that kind of comes from that doesn't happen in a vacuum. They're, and they're, that it, they 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 right they post things in a context that encourages a lot of bullshit. And that and that, I think that's the point that I'm trying to make in that in order for them to to curb that they would almost have to change their content because their content is 
more or less designed to instigate those types of that that type of interchange between between people. Well, yeah, Cardi's been saying that for years. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that's going to work, unless they just start posting nothing but inspiring and uplifting shit. But then they're just they're going to lose their base. There's going to be a, I mean, and there's going to be a degree of mess, but. I think I don't, and for me, I don't even think it's about the gossip per se. I think like uh, because when when it's a slow day and there's no gossip, you will see shade room posts that have like that are like memes and and kind of inflammatory random tweets they find that get more than like ten thousand mm-hmm. ten thousand retweets that they will post on their shit and go thoughts. That's the that's the yeah. telltale sign of somebody's just trying to start some yeah. shit on social media when they say thoughts. Well, shout out to whoever's going to try to moderate the comments. Good luck. You're going to be busy as shit. You're going to be hella busy. Just disable the comments. Shout out to, and shout out to Jordan Woods for speaking up about that shit. And not just because she's Jordan Woods and she's fine, but shout out to Jordan Woods. You subscribe to her, her OnlyFans yet? No, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and make that make okay. that make that purchase. Okay, support black business. Um, speaking of uh, toxic cultures on on the internet, Kinfolk Collective, hmm. uh, one of my, <laughs> if anybody knows, one of my least favorites. I don't even like the name. The name is just kind of anyway. Sorry. Yeah, the 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 K and the anyway anyway. Um. Sound sounds like a fraternity sweetheart or something. Yeah. Um, Kinfolk Collective has gotten caught up in some scandal. There was a Medium article. I don't remember the name of the uh, individual who posted the Medium article, but it got once it got posted, I think it got taken down within a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, which is usually when 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 there's some suspicious shit going on and there's probably some truth to what is being said. You know, uh, Gal Gadot, everybody, you know, Gal Gadot got caught up in some shit Mm -hmm. and somebody exposed that shit and that shit got taken down Mm -hmm. with the quickness uh, days before the Justice League premiere. Mm -hmm. So don't want to don't want to try to, you know, make any conspiracy theories here. But Kimfo Collective. Um, At first it was at first it just looked like kind of a takedown piece. Because uh, the first half of it is dedicated to kind of a truth, a truth that Kimfo Collective has gone from being kind of this, kind of this uh, center of like woke sage wisdom, and kind of um, just just kind of keeping the culture informed of things to look out for in their day to day lives, um, and kind of things that, and kind of aspects of white supremacy and oppressive behaviors that we embrace. Which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the article was dedicated to kind of her getting caught up uh, in her fan base, and kind of after a while, the the it stopped being it stopped speaking. A lot of her posts stopped speaking to the culture, and was more kind of having very personal conversations that. Maybe that, not necessarily that they shouldn't be had, but it's a lot of internalizing, internalizing things and maybe taking them a little too seriously. Uh, Will Evans would always say, when you think you're a hammer, 
everything looks like a nail. Mm-hmm. And so everything was her trying to look heroic and nailing some shit to the wall, but it really looks like you're just airing out um, your your therapy sessions. Um, and that, it, that, it, that's the problem that I have with a lot of woke, a lot of woke Twitter. And yeah. a lot of them, and a lot of times the the audience there, it brought up a lot of doxing, mm-hmm. a lot of stalking. And a lot of flaming people's accounts and running them off of social media, not even and not even when they're saying oppressive or problematic things, when they're just not lockstep agreeing with what's happening here. Right. And that's not okay. And it's cool to have a takedown piece about that. And also, her hatred for light skinned people is just getting out of control. Mm. And I'm glad somebody finally said it. Her hate, now I'm not talking about colorism. I'm not talking about attacking colorism. I'm talking about her hatred of light-skinned people. Every uh, uh, twice a week, you could see for a while, you could see a post from her going, "Fuck light-skinned people and fuck y'all for caping for them and fuck y'all for thinking they're attractive. Fuck light-skinned people." Never mind that I'm pretty sure her nigga is light-skinned. Damn, somebody with a non-connecting beard did her wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and so. And, and you know what? And, I'll, and the other side of this is that there now there's a scandal that apparently she's been raising money. She's been raising money uh, either to purchase a home or to pay her mortgage. And uh, as some of these woke people do, you know, I don't have a problem with that. You got a PayPal or a Patreon or whatever. Um, that's a whole other. I mean conversation my my one sentence retort to that is i don't fund people's gofundmes when they're trying to pay for personal expenses that's just me that's fair like if you want to fund the actual work that you're doing fine i understand that there should be some trade of yeah but don't don't yeah yeah don't don't go fund me so you can cover rent nah get a job then if that's the case um you know, and, 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 and fair, fair enough. And now it turns out this house that she was, that, that she purchased or is paying for, um, because the internet is a bunch of, is a bunch of fucking detectives. It turns out that there is no evidence, mm. um, of her, of a mortgage in her name See? or her nigga's name. That's what I'm saying. So now we don't know where, not only do we not know where that money's going, now it turns out that there is a, that there are people stepping up saying that she has been plagiarizing content from them mm-hmm. for her own purposes. Mm-hmm. So now you have a whole scam network going. And she has been mad quiet on these, on these internets. Mm-hmm. This was like last week, I believe. She's been mad quiet, because uh, she got to get that together. Um, uh, let me tell you something. Me and 2020 Mm-mm. have not seen eye to eye, but if this is going to be the year we're going to start exposing some of these woke book scammers, let's go. God damn it, let's do it. Let's get it. Get her the fuck out of here. Used her government name in the article Ooh. and everything. Let's get her the fuck out of here. Get Umar Johnson the fuck out of here. I'm. T- <laughs> Umar Johnson with a with a with a wig 
I, I say. Get Derek Jackson the fuck out of here. Get Derek Jackson got to be next. Derek Jackson's the fuck out of here. And I'm I'm kind of mad at Unwind Tasha because for, cause for a long time she said she had some receipts on Derek Jackson and we never saw him. Uh, if she would like to pass those receipts to us, he will gladly present them. Please pass them to me. I don't have enough of a following. I don't have enough of... Uh, I, I I don't make any money off of this shit for real. Um, I'll gladly blow those up. And this is all a part of the thing that I'm always saying is that people keep up a facade. People keep up a certain persona mm -hmm. with this content creator shit that they cannot keep up. Mm -mm. That they can't maintain. And when you can't maintain the lie and you get exposed, you get into shit like this. Yep. This is why I am always up front with y'all about every step of what's happening on the <laughs> with the development of this podcast. Yep. And making this a better podcast. And we drink the truth serum while we're doing it. And it does not help that we get <laughs> fucked up while in the process. Because let me tell you, I, I have to keep it a buck. I have to keep it a buck because the second... Because the second somebody shows some DMs where I'm not, where I'm not uh, uh, saying what I mean and where I'm not talking, walking the talk and all that shit, it's a wrap. Yep. That's why I don't. That's why I don't do that. Well. Okay. Well, maybe now if Danny from now if Danny formerly of click, click the comments ever wants to blow up my shit, then it'll probably be a wrap. I've said. Cause I've definitely sent her uh, some. Some nasty shit. There's a statute of limitations. There's a statute of limitations. Danny. Okay, fair enough. Please. <laughs> Danny. Shout out to Danny. I love you. I miss you. Um, I'm asking you nicely as a friend. When we start, when we start having, when we, when we start having guests again, we gotta get her back in. Um, <sighs> but yeah, then I, I, I don't, I don't go up for that. Be yourself. All this, just be yourself. Yeah. It won't hurt. Just be yourself. I am. I am a nigga who has, who has certain inclinations about the fuck shit people do out here in the world. Mm -hmm. I air it out. Mm -hmm. I'm I am here to protect black women. I am also I can also be uh, slightly misogynistic at times. And you I also like, like titties because I like titties. <laughs> Multiple things can be true. Yes. Um. So. I think we're going to hear more of the kinfolk scandal as time goes by, as as these things usually do. Um, you know, because I think I think this happened to Lovey a, a, a year or two back. Mm. We don't, we definitely haven't heard as much from her. No. Um, oh, that was the other thing they put a kinfolk out about. So she went around telling people that everybody who liked the wet ass pussy song. They were not allowed to ask for money. They were not allowed to crowd. They were not allowed to crowdfund because they weren't keeping it a hundred. Because Cardi definitely talked about using that wet ass pussy to get money, so she was shaming people for not selling ass. What? I swear to you, this Sit is the godsized truth. Everybody screen capped this and posted it. She definitely said. You're not allowed to post your PayPal or your Cash App and ask for money if you're not willing to sell ass for it if you liked the wet ass pussy song. That's a reach. 
That is a fantastic four reach. Wow. I shit you not. Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. It hit, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and hit it. Shut the fuck up. Shut up! Um, what else we got here? Oh, it's it's time for our, it's time for our ongoing segment. Mm-hmm. Our, our recurring segment. The price just went up. Oh, let's go. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Yeah, yeah we gotta get a cha-ching. I'll get one um, next week. The price just went up on Stacey Abrams. My goodness. Did the price ever go up on Stacey Abrams? Just write a blank check. Bruh. So, let's put this into focus. Uh, 2018. 2018 midterms. 2018 midterm elections. Stacey Abrams runs runs as a gubernatorial candidate against Brian Kemp. Yep. Have I met a Kemp that I like? I mean, Sean Kemp was cool. Sean Kemp was all right. Johnny Kemp made just got paid Friday night. Okay, all right, all right. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Just got paid. Just got paid. Saved the house of Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um. So, runs as a gubernatorial candidate against Brian Kemp. Um. Lost. By the way, Brian Kemp was also is also the Secretary of State, who in the state of Georgia is in charge of elections and in charge of the electoral process. So. So the deck was stacked. Uh, it was stacked, and he was being blatantly corrupt with his shit. And so Stacey Abrams loses. Did not contest it, by the way. Did not contest it. And, um, and in her words, she did not contest it because she didn't want to make the election about her. She always stated it was about the people and the will of the people. And by her contesting it and taking it to court, it suddenly becomes about her. 100%. But she was not stepping away. She was not having it. Um, so, um, this did not stop her from doing the work. Just because you are not in a position of power doesn't mean you don't have influence. And she definitely had influence after, after that race. And she put her influence and her platform to good use. She only became stronger. And got people registered to vote. 800,000. 800,000 people. Anybody who has been keeping up. CNN and MSNBC all during election week knows how many votes, how many potential votes, 800,000, the margin between winning and losing. That's a whole county. That is an entire county. That's a small state. Man. Because I've been, because, you know, when you've been seeing leads that have been determined by like 20 and 30,000 votes. Yep. And then you hear 800,000 registered voters. Wow. And then you see Georgia flip and turn blue. Yep. Before your very eyes. And you think that didn't have anything to do with Stacey Abrams? Yeah. And you ask me why the price just went up on Stacey Abrams? Stacey Abrams has a legitimate claim in saying she single-handedly saved the Republic. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it too. I'm not gonna have any kids, but if I did, I would tell my children and they tell them to tell their children that I was there. I lived in the time when Stacey Abrams saved the republic. Black woman saved the world, y'all. And it, so, right there, the price just went up. You know, now that Biden is where he is, one of the first calls that he needs to make is to Stacey Abrams. Hundred percent. And he needs to ask her, "Ma'am, what would you like to do?" Anything that you would like to do, you can. And here's a blank check. You fill in the numbers. 
especially after the shit she went through during her campaign. Right. Right. People didn't talk about this enough. And it kind of came and went. What is, how did this go? Well, did... well, she, she. I mean, and again, this is this is the type of shit that black women have to deal with. Women and black women have to deal with. Um, Certainly black women. So she had a number of people who were telling her that she had to make certain, we'll say, cosmetic changes in order to be more presentable for the election. So they wanted her to lose like 40 pounds. Fuck out they, of they wanted her to straighten her hair. Now, first of all, don't tell a black woman what to do with her hair. Please, don't ever, ever. And she told them, <laughs> I'm going to leave my shit twisted because I don't like messing with my hair in the morning. Um, you know, they commented on the fact that she was unmarried and childless. Um, they wanted her to do something about the, the gap in her teeth. Every, everything that you can think of that had nothing to do with the actual work, with the actual job itself, they wanted her to do. And, and if you want to understand how disproportionately that's treating, that's treating someone like Stacey Abrams, just look at Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Right! She looks like uh, this old dude's name from the Goonies. Oh hey, no, you guys! Oh, no. <laughs> she looks like that Pokemon. She looks like that Pokemon that turns into other Pokemon. <laughs> and you know you can tell the difference because the other Pokemon don't look right. Looking like Toxic Avenger. <laughs> she looks. She looks like the Ditto. That's what it's called. Ditto. It looks yeah. like Ditto was trying to look like Rosie O'Donnell. This look like Swamp Thing. Oh no. <laughs> Do you like do? Do you think anybody is charging Kellyanne Conway up about her appearance? I mean, just look. Evidently, no one's charging Kevin Kellyanne Conway up about her appearance. No one. Right. She looks like Shang Tsung stole Dolly Parton's soul wow. in Mortal Kombat. And and this is this is a woman who works for a dude who is who is who is, who is yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who's yeah. very much about the aesthetics. Um, of the, everyone but himself, because he definitely looks like a pre-chewed, everlasting gobstopper. God damn. <laughs> yeah, so if Harry Suckabee's... Harry, wow. Sarah Huckabee's... <laughs> Harry Suckabee's. Got okay, Got him! Hey. Got him! You know, if, if, if her eyes can be at two different latitudes, Stacey Abrams should be able to do what the fuck. Don't choke, man. Don't choke. <laughs> One eye is in North America, other one in South America. <laughs> Look at ass. Oh my god! Bitch's eyes are in two different time zones. Oh, Come on, man. Oh, 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 oh my god! Please leave White Forest Whitaker at Drag alone. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's so. Gross. Okay. Fuck All her. that to say. Fuck her. <laughs> Saying it with my chest. Shout out to Deep Eddie. All that to say, uh, Stacey Abrams does not deserve (laughs) the bullshit about her looks. I don't think anything. I don't think anything's wrong with Stacey Abrams. Actually, Uh, yeah, she'd probably get it. Anyway, she ain't worried about y'all. She she ain't worried about us. So the male gaze, again, the male gaze. Yep. All that shit. All that oppressive bullshit. After we just got through ripping Sarah Huckabee Sanders a new one. I Sorry, mean, Craig Lindsay. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> judging on the state of her face, somebody needs to rip something. Oh! 
But yeah, so Stacey Abrams definitely has. Um, I mean, first of all, she had nothing to prove to y'all. Nothing. But she has proven once again that black women are God, and that none of us deserve her. And whatever she wants to do now, you motherfuckers need to listen. If she, I I would love to see her in a in a uh, in a public uh, public office position. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm at the point now where I feel like she'd be more effective outside of the political stage because, let's be honest, most of your time on the political stage, at least half that time you spend there, is you trying to keep a job instead true. of doing your job. That's true. And so there's a lot of theater involved. And I think I think Stacey Abrams is better served not feeding into that and being in a position somebody needs to fund her. Mm-hmm. And so she can just be out there doing the work yep. at her pace. Yep. Um, because we've seen now her pace works. So I said, let her decide what she wants to do and, st- and stay out of her way. Uh, that's what happens when the price goes up. Man, imagine if there would have been like a Bernie Sanders, Stacey Abrams platform. Anyway, oh, my God. I won't do that. Um, um, so now that I can talk about it. Yeah, yeah um, buzz it, buzz it. My, um, one of my production partners named Nina Mays... Um, um, black woman from Mo City. Shout out to Mo City. Mo City, baby. Uh, she has recently entered into a venture with a with another business partner of hers to launch a new product, uh, and it's kind of and it's it's very opportune that it comes during the midst of a pandemic. Right. Uh, about a year or so ago, her business partner was he was traveling somewhere. And he was traveling by plane, and when he got into his airplane seat, he noticed that uh, the, the area around the seat wasn't quite as sanitary as he would like it to be. So he asked one of the attendants for some type of wipe or something um, to clean it off. And from that, he noticed that there were a lot of surfaces that he touched throughout any given day that were kind of unsanitary and unclean. And he, he, he just had the thought at the time of what if I had my own set of personal wipes, um, sanitizing wipes to, you know, for things like airplane seats, doors, subway poles, <laughs> shout out to New York. Right. Um, you know, nothing like riding a New York subway and, and, and trying to, trying to balance yourself without touching anything. Oh man. You know, get all that good core action. That's why everybody, that's why all my friends in New York, Kind of agreed when when COVID hit, they were like, "Oh, if you live in New York, just assume you got that shit." Yeah, it's too many communal spaces you're touching. Yeah, and 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 this is all this is all pre-COVID. This was late last year, um, so he he made an arrangement with a, a manufacturer, I think in China or somewhere, to start okay. producing these things, um, and then COVID hit. Fortunately for him, he already had a contract in place uh, because. This particular factory and most factories in China um, stopped taking on new customers for this this type of sanitizing product because they had um, to take care of stuff in their own country. Mm-hmm. And, and so over the last few months, they've been developing this. And finally, as of this month, they're bringing it to market. It's a product called Just Wipes, J-U-S-T Wipes. Um, there is 70% alcohol wipes. You can use it to wipe your hands, doorknobs, phones, any surface that you touch. Um, and I'm I'm not going to sell it for them 
Um, but there there are a few things that differentiate this from what's the other one that you normally get like easy wipes or whatever. Easy wipes, yeah. yeah, there there are certain things that differentiate this from that in terms of um, sanitary standards. Um, but as of this week, they are launching in Walmart. Let's go. This oh let me let me bong bong. Um, they've already reached agreements with Target and Walgreens and CVS as well. So, shout out to Nina. Um, Very proud of her. Um, You know, during this this entire seven months or whatever, it's it's been tough from the production, the video production side. There are a lot of things that we could not do in that regards, Mm -hmm. and I'm very glad that she used this time um, to launch something that is very necessary. And it's it's a good look, and you know this is a hundred percent owned, a black hundred percent black owned business, and I am here for it. The price just went up. Price just went up. Got to stay ready, and 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 the fact that this was going into play a year ago, mm-hmm. and the need, the, <clears throat> the necessity, you gotta, you you have to believe in your product, and you have to believe in your brand, yep. because. You never because uh, you know success is not necessarily about having the best product. Um, it's up, but it is about preparation mm-hmm. and being ready. And because a lot of these things happen with luck, and so and and being in the right area in the right time, and so when your moment comes up, you got to be ready. Yep. And you have to and you have to be ready to jump on it. Um, and your, or, you know, maybe your moment will slip away. I, I think we give our, I think, I, I also think preparation gives us the opportunity for a lot of different moments. Um, you know, if, if you're doing, if you're on top of your shit. Yeah. Preparation um, plus opportunity equals success. Right on. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Nina. Um, not that, not that you're, I'm sure you've ascended past this dog and pony show, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are available for advertisements. We we've definitely made the call yeah. that we are available for any kind of advertisements. I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know how to get in touch with Randall. <laughs> I might, I might, you know, I might know somebody. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Also, this I didn't really have this down for price just went up, but Nia DaCosta, uh, the director of the Candyman remake, mm-hmm. that we will apparently not see until 2021. Eventually. Um. Has been tapped to direct Captain Marvel 2. Let's go. Go from that Jordan Peele money. You know what I'm saying? To that Marvel money. What's your that Marvel bag? It's a wrap. I'll say, the Marvel bag, now you're writing your own ticket. I'm sure Ryan Coogler, Ryan Coogler probably still ain't spent all his Black Panther money. He, he probably hadn't even started spending it yet. You know, he, He's still on that Creed 1 money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he got the executive producer credit on that shit. Come on, man. And we're getting a third one. So, you know, he's you, that's a bag. That's an ongoing bag. Still got Black Panther 2 coming. And still got Black Panther 2 in the works. Um, once you get in that Marvel, once you get in that Marvel bag, I'm pretty sure she's the first black director Marvel has put on their payroll. I'm pretty sure. Black female director, maybe? Black female director, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about yeah, because Ava's over at DC. Yeah, yeah, and you know they tried to get Ava for Black Panther, mm. but you know she, they did the right thing. According to her, she just they were on a different, they were on some different shit. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm I, I'm excited. 
I'm excited because hopefully we get some real inclusion of the original Captain Marvel. Yeah. If we're being technical. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo, the goddess. Oh yeah, she's definitely gonna Photon. be. Photon. Yeah. Uh she definitely wasn't she in the first one? As a child, yeah. Okay. She's there she's gonna be in this one. She's also, if I'm not mistaken, she's also gonna be in Tayana something. No, I, I no, she's she's yeah, she's gonna be in um WandaVision as well. Ah. So we, we get to see her before it before it comes. Very good. Whenever that drops. Very happy very happy about that. Okay, okay. See again, that's what happens. You gotta be ready when the price goes up, yep. man. Um I guess that's a good place. We can uh go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be ah. back with more foolishness and fuckery. You're listening to Opinions Wild Black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we're back. We're black. We are opinionated. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. Um, someone who hasn't had any alcohol in a little while. I will say, you, bro, you, you're there. You're there. Mm. You're there. Mm. Um, I, I get it is. It is time for white people must be stopped. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, there's an Instagram. Is this his, is this his Instagram? There's an Instagram influencer, an Instagram fashion guy, who has been making child, who is no, who has been making bags, custom luxury bags with handles that come from human spines. Huh? Run that by me again. I will repeat that. There's an Instagram fashion person who has been selling handbags that he says are made from human spines, quote-unquote, ethically sourced from Canada. Why? A fashion designer, this is according to Insider.com, a fashion designer has become notorious for advertising a handbag. He said... Uh, said to be made of alligator tongues and an ethic and an ethically sourced human spine. Some some product descriptions have claimed it is a child spine. What? Arnold Putra, a reportedly wealthy Indonesian, has claimed to use albino skin and plastinated human remains in his clothing. What in the Hannibal Lecter fuck is going on? He told Insider that he sourced the spine through medical surplus, but wouldn't say whether or not it came from a child. Now, it is worth saying. We just say he's Indonesian. Of course, he's not white. But we know who's buying this. White people. And, and suddenly the, the whole Birkin bag argument doesn't seem so bad. Not at all. Not at all. Can we, I, I missed, I now long for the days of the Birkin bag debate. Like, are you going to go to Trader Joe's with that shit? <laughs> and you're like, would that be paper or plastic? No, I'm sorry. I've got albino skin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you thinking know, of the environment. I, 
and you know what this is. This white people, because white, and I'm saying white people, and this goes in white people must be stopped because white people are gonna buy this. Mm-hmm. No one else is gonna buy it. White people don't have any culture. <laughs> white people don't have any culture of their own that makes them different and interesting, and that's why they borrow from everyone else's culture. White people love paying for culture to put on display. 100%. So, people that already, by nature, by birth, are uninteresting are going to go to the next level to one-up each other and one-up their ethnic counterparts. And that's how you get bags with handles made of spines from people and alligator tongues. Because nobody else is doing that because no one else is fucking insane. I I, I just I just don't like excuse me, sir, is that is that spine alpaca? Why yes it is. Oh no, actually it's um That's human spine! Lean in, lean in. That's um That's a German baby spine. Oh yeah. It feels so authentic. Yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, got it through a little hookup. Uh, Justin Trudeau's cousin. Oh. Got it imported. Yeah, don't, don't, don't tell anybody. Yeah, it's the only one. It's exclusive. Oh. Like, man, just y'all need well, to. You know, I, I have a, I know a guy who has, who has a kid, and well, we're not, <laughs> we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is just. This is a. Some nobody would make this unless they knew somebody was going to buy it. Yeah, there's a market for everything. Absolutely. And where there is someone looking to one up other people with something ridiculous and controversial, there are white people. This is just <laughs> like the thing where white people started making the fucking um, what what they what they where they were making the the little uh, oh what was it? it? This was like a year ago. They were making the clothes. That said, didn't they have a, a, a shirt that said nigger on it or something? Or uh, they were making like questionable. Yeah, that's like Gucci with the Sambo lip hoodie yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Or they had the fucking. Uh, I think H and M had the little monkey thing, and they had the boy, the little boy, in the advertising. All kinds like of the, the Lakers shoes with the shackles on them and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. All that bullshit. All that bullshit. All that. It. All that is marketed no no niggas buying that none no niggas buying that um no woman you know is buying that that is that's white people that's white people a hundred percent ain't no nigga wearing no shoes with shackles on no sir that's a that's a white people thing it's a white people thing to get people stirred up and interested in your brand white people racist white people stirred up and interested in your brand because in the era of trump we know now just like just like black people are considered a commodity in media now mm-hmm. we know that you can you can that that racist white people are a demographic and you can sell to them when fucking your cousin is no longer fun <laughs> I'm just saying Oh man, that, that this is designer shit in the flyover state. Let me get a baby spine bag. Somebody's going to the Piggly Wiggly dressed to the nines <laughs> with their child's spine bag. Um. So yeah, definitely had to. 
highlight that one. Now, in a less controversial but also strange turn of events, this is another reality show that I do not watch. Um, so don't ask me to live tweet it. What? The Bachelorette. Oh, I for sure as hell don't. I do not watch The Bachelorette. I've never watched The Bachelorette a day in my life. Um, I don't even know. I, I oh Claire, that's her name. Claire, of course. This season, of course, her name is Claire. Uh, she looks like literally every other white woman that has ever been on The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she looks like all the women from Love Is Blind. <laughs> um, Claire fell in love very early on the show. This is recently. This happened like last week. Claire fell in love on the show <clears throat> and ran off with the and ran off with the dude and is marrying this dude after like date one. Oh wow! And we know this is early. We know this is like date one, episode three, because when the producers broke this to the other to the other suitors, there was like sixteen of these dudes in the room. <laughs> so this was super early. Yeah, old dude. <laughs> She got on the first motherfucker she saw. Oh, dude, must put it. He must put down the pipe. His uncle, I, I, his uncle must be dying. Yeah. We're gonna figure out that this is the. We're gonna figure out that this is part of a part of a murder plot that Scooby Doo gang uncovers. Nah, she got dickmatized. <laughs> she was like, "Yep, this is. We are. We're gonna go ahead and go with this one." And she is head over heels in love, and she has left the show, and they have replaced her. With a black woman. Whoa. 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 Uh, Whoa. I, I've not forgot the young lady's name, but. Whoa. They like, brought in a black woman. Tasia, some shit like that? Tasia? Okay, yeah, it yeah. was something like that. Tasia uh, Adams, something like that. Ew. Um, Did they think about this? The optics are not great on that. You know, white people do not like black surprises. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they. White people do not like black surprises, because you know when they when, when those dudes signed up for this show and then they you know they they the show started they're like all right cool we got a nice little little cornbread white girl that's that's easy that's easy and then you replace them with Tasia okay first of all they can't say that name. They don't yeah. know how to say that. They, oh, it's it's going to be so They're going to ruin that name. I'm not going to watch the show, but I already know it's going to be so awkward. Um, looking at her photo, it looks like... I mean, it looks like her extensions are straight, so... Um, oh, but, she, oh, they made her They made her pay... Uh, uh, she made them pay extra for her to keep her shit straight. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and she, she probably brought her own hairdresser with her. Oh, perm? Yeah. 20000 Yeah, just... Now, she's flying in with me. That's an additional 20000 and and expenses in a flight for her. Yeah, she'll stay in the guest house. Yeah. Oh no, she has a she. What do they call it now? Um, um, MUA, a makeup. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like a hair and makeup team. Yeah. Yeah, HMU or some shit. Yeah, something like that. H and M, something. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, one of those is gonna be like, so can I touch your hair? Oh, of course, of course. They're gonna ask, is it real? Where does it start? You ever been with a white guy? Do you like chicken? <laughs> There's going to be a white guy that thinks the chicken joke is funny. You got to get the chicken joke off. Look, they're going to be they're going to be very confused when they sit down for their first date with her and she pulls hot sauce out her purse. <laughs> She's 
not pulling hot sauce out of her purse, Randall. She's pulling slap your mama. <laughs> Damn. Why would I want to do that? You know, and, 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 well, no, I can't even go there because the, you know, I was going to ask, do they, uh, do they meet, do they meet the parents or is it one of them things? But no, mm. uh, this isn't one of them things because yeah, you have to understand about these reality shows is that there are, there are degrees and there are formulas, tried and tested formulas and the bachelor, the bachelor and the bachelorette have gone on for like 20 years and these romance shows are based around the fantasy. Yeah. So when they bring these people out, they're flying them out to be in a in a closed environment. It's like a terrarium of desperate people. They're basically quarantined. They're quarantined. It's a you, you they yeah. they bring their best clothes and all that shit. It's a terrarium of desperate people. So every moment it, that they're outside of their room or whatever is dedicated to mm-hmm. them um, tailoring themselves. Yep. To impress someone. Or to be the most impressive. Because they are not flying in her cousins from St. Louis to meet right. any of them. Right. You can't bring in the folks because the folks bring this back to real life. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest. Nobody gets into a relationship because of the real life aspect. You got into it because she looked good in them shorts. Yeah, buddy. You got into it because that, you got into it because that nigga's well kept dot 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 every time you see him. The, but the bottom line to this show is that it, it once again underscores the fact that they do not have a Jamal at on their all, team. at all. Because in the land of Jamal, the land of Jamal—that is the name of this podcast. In the land of Jamal, this would have never happened. Jamal uh, would Jamal would have seen that woman mm-hmm. and stopped her at the door. Before that, Jamal would have been like, "So who y'all gonna bring in?" And the first mention of them saying, well, we're thinking about bringing in somebody different. Mm, How different? You talking about, well, we, you, you trying to bring in somebody black, ain't you? Well, well, let me, let well me, she tested very well with our focus group. Let me talk to y'all. Let me talk to y'all. Who's mm-mm. in that focus group? Yeah. Who the fuck was in that focus group? Oh, them over there. Those are all white people. <laughs> Bill. There's not a black soul in there because a black person would have told you who the fuck is Tasia and why didn't y'all pick her the first time and why is she and why is she the backup carrying this white woman's water with these sixteen and, and, and yeah. it ain't a nigga in the bunch all these sixteen suitors yeah. ain't a nigga in the bunch see and you know I'm telling you Jamal would have been like man look I ain't, I ain't trying to tell y'all how to do y'all's job but I mean y'all this is what y'all paid me to do right. Um, I'm just letting you know. Did you even ask her if she has ever been with a white man? Mm. You didn't, did you? Does she know what she's coming into? Has she seen these these motherfuckers? Did you even bring in a black man to replace the white man that the white woman ran off with? That would have been a perfect opportunity. I'd have done that. I don't even want to fuck her. No offense. It's, uh, look, man. Everybody needs Jamal. Y'all blew it again. All them, all them white people just trying to hit. It's all gonna, them white people just trying to hit. It's gonna That's what they don't tell you about them shows. It ain't nothing but a bunch of hot fucking going on in that show. And this is this is a whole. This is now a fetish show. It's a fetish. It's <laughs> a fetish. Every episode is gonna be about the fact that she is black. Yep. Uh, in a controlled, in a controlled project with a bunch of white with a bunch of white men. 
Y'all gonna make her make her sweat out her ends. It's like a it's shit. like a terrarium for desperate, clueless white men. Ugh. Well, I tell you, this is gonna be a that lot is of... the value of a Jamal. Jamal would have put a stop to that shit. Yeah. Get a Jamal. Whatever your project is, make sure you have a Jamal on site, or that you yourself can play the role of a Jamal. Yeah. Preferably, preferably the Jamal is is, is a separate entity. Because you right, need, you need right. an objectivity that only a Jamal can provide. It's true. It's true. It's true. You need a you need a referee as a Jamal. Jamal needs his own office, and 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 he needs to talk to nobody else but you in that office. It's true. If someone walks up and says, "Hey, who's that guy over there?" That's Jamal. What Jamal, does he What does he do? Eh, don't worry about. Don't worry it. about it. We good. Jamal needs complete <laughs> autonomy. Jamal needs to walk up to you at the at at the. At the water cooler, yeah, and be able to just whatever you're talking about. If if you have brought up an, an ethnic joke in the wrong way, just politely, hey, bro, that ain't it. Yep, I need to move. Chill out, bro. Mm-mm. Hey, fam, chill out. We're not doing that. You know, stop trying to sniff the sniff that girl's locks in the cubicle next to you. Hey, hey, fam, chill out, bro. Hey, let hey. me holler at you real quick, man. Hey, man, go ahead, log out. <laughs> I love that one. Hey, bro. I mean, I'll let you, man. No, no. Just log out. Just oh, log man. Out. I on, actually... Man. Look, I actually got to do that this year. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I'm not bragging about it. I, trust me. I'm not bragging about it. Okay. But there was a contractor that was trying to play me. And I got to I got to pull a... Hey, what's up? You on the call? Yeah, going to log out. <clears throat> <laughs> let me talk to you real quick. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. Oh really? It's not gonna work. That ain't it. What happened? Ah, yeah, it's just not gonna work. You're trying to play me. <laughs> uh, and this is the actual conversation, by the way. Ah, uh, okay. You got anything in there you need to grab? Oh, it's like that. That? Yeah. 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 You got a jacket or something you need to grab? Yeah, go and grab that jacket. I'll wait for you right here. <laughs> you got everything? That's cool. Let's go. Look, y'all. I am, and, and and I'm actually not living the words that I just spoke to Oz. I am a manager, yes. I am also a Jamal. I am a self-managing Jamal. I was saying that's, that's a slippery slope. That's a sliding scale. Uh, I am currently. I, I currently need. I, I should probably hire a Jamal just so I don't always have to. I was gonna say no one Jamal should have all that power. Yeah. It, <laughs> Damn. It felt good though, man. Just to I walk did. up to somebody and say, "Hey, man, log out." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, send your racist stories, send your racist uh, real life encounters, along with your listener letters, questions for myself or D Randall. Uh, send them all to opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com, or log on to opinionswhileblack dot com, and uh, you can find portals to get in touch with us through all of our social medias, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, we'll be right back with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. You are experiencing Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I am feeling 
pretty good. For feeling nice. Feeling nice. Uh, it's been a wonderful weekend uh, <sighs> to drink and, yes. let, and let my hair down for a little bit. Yeah. Um, before I have to see a bunch of people on the timeline <laughs> that ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't expect it, don't expect any work from niggas. Nah. Uh, at least at least until Wednesday. At least until Wednesday. Yeah. And if it's a payday week, you good. Damn. You good. Don't even don't even worry about it. Shit. Both of those apply to my team this week. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man, I put the I see see yeah. I, I I I I planted the seed. Y'all in trouble now. But I'm also one. Of them. Hey, see, this is why you have to hire Jamal. Yeah, I need a Jamal. Um, it's time for your listener letters. All right. Um, Ibersol Fallon wants to know, um, are we still ex-nay on guests? Okay. Mm. Um, it's been a while. It has been. It's been a while. Um, we've not had guests on. Um, we do miss our extended Opinions While Black family. Um, Craig Lindsay and... Danny and Marcus Black and, you know, everybody we've had on the show. Euphonic, who's tried to kill us twice. Euphonic, who has definitely tried to kill us with alcohol twice. One of which, amazingly enough, I always think it's funny, was uh, was on uh, D. Randall's anniversary night. It <laughs> 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 was so drunk, he felt like he broke another chair. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so here's the thing. Obviously, we're still in the pandemic. Obviously, the numbers have gone up. It's kind of a sliding scale at this point. Texas is now the number one state in the country. Texas is number one? We've hit a million cases. Fuck. We were just celebrating because Houston had gotten down to 5%. Now, per capita, I don't know where we are per capita. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But to me, that's more important. But but nonetheless, it is a, um, it is a distinction we do not enjoy having. I'm sure it's a. I'm sure that Venn diagram between, like, like, who voted, like, which counties voted red, and which counties, like, COVID numbers skyrocketed. I'm Not, sure that's a. Ninety three percent of the counties that were most adversely affected by COVID still voted for Trump. It, it, it makes uh, so, makes a hundred percent sense. Um, so with that said. Us, just us doing this podcast together in the same room, um, was a, was a, an act of of much communication. Mm-hmm. Was an act of great trust. Um, and yeah, because we tried the Zoom thing, y'all y'all sat through the Zoom episodes. Yeah, and they're good. All of our episodes are good. Oh, yeah. But the the energy was different. It's a lot different. You know, there there are technical obstacles that you run into, and 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 as you said, like most importantly, like the energy is different. Um, and I, let me just tell you, for those of you non-podcasters, not to cut ramble off. Oh, go for it. Most it, it, for you non-podcasters, ask any podcaster right now. I guarantee you, they're going to tell you how sick they are of Zoom. Sick of looking at people in boxes. Man, <laughs> I am so fucking sick of Zoom. I'm sick of looking at it. I'm sick of the. I'm sick of people not putting their name under the thing. It just says Windows Phone and shit. <laughs> Sick of Zoom. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of having to pretend I look presentable. 
Yeah. What's the point of a quarantine of a pandemic if you have to look presentable all the fucking time? And I'm in Microsoft Teams every day at work, so that I'm just I'm just so sick of that shit. And I, I just don't like Microsoft's like aesthetics, man. Yeah. I, anyway, that's another. Look, it is it that's is a, what that's it a is. whole other conversation. I don't want to get too geeky on them. Yeah, but I, you know, it's and and even and like you said, even us being in the same room to record, um, it, it required number of conversations. It, it required, and and it's not and it's not even through a mistrust of each other. It's through concern. Yeah, for for each other, making sure that everyone's safe because you know we each have our respective families that we're around and 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 at the time, especially earlier on in this, you know, we didn't know as much about it um, as we do now, and even now, it it still requires constant communication. Um, hell, I get tested every other week. Just yeah. you know, that just, I as, just don't as leave the fucking house. Yeah, yeah, just as a precaution, I have to leave the house. Um, so I get tested every other week as a precaution. Um, but I think more than anything, um, logistically right now, we, we just don't, we don't want to open the door to anyone having to put themselves in a, in, in harm's way when we, you know, when obviously the numbers out there just are not favorable at all, at all. They're, at go- all. they're going in the wrong direction. We don't want to set ourselves up for failure, but more importantly, we don't want to set y'all up for failure. Yeah. Um, and also, we want to set the example that we can make some sacrifices, too, in the name of flattening the curve and helping to slow the spread of COVID-19. Yeah. Um, you know, we're su- we're making sacrifices. We're suffering through this just like everybody else. Um, I am confident <clears throat> that we are good. And it has nothing to do with Biden or the election. But I am confident that we are going to see a turn. Yeah. And we're going to see a turn where um, people have to... Because I'm, I'm fairly certain that we are on the verge of shelter-in-place uh, lockdown protocol in many, many states. That's something. Uh, and, and more than anything, like now that the election is behind us, I think people, people are going to focus people may have more of a tendency to focus on like, all right, let's get this shit out the way and do what we need to do. And especially when we're seeing now that there is a correlation between your, the, the, the people in charge taking it seriously Mm -hmm. and some of these people taking it seriously. There were people that were like that, that felt like they weren't taking it seriously because Trump wasn't taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, most of them are dumb rubes that uh, that wear trekker caps and go to and go to bed at seven thirty after uh, you know the seven hundred club or whatever. <laughs> um, but be that as it may, they do take up a chunk of the population, and all of that kind of feeds into social interaction and how we all relate to each other. So it's all it's all related somehow. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. Um, so I think we're going to see. A change in the culture of how we treat this virus. I hope. Hopefully. I hope. And his his little winning speech made me feel like there's going to be a a somewhat a new direction. They're going to talk to scientists. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Um, So just hang in there. We're getting there. We're pretty good company, just us. And look, we, we miss you as much. Hey, bro, those those little meatballs. 
that he made. A little quesadilla joint. I'm just saying. Those little quesadilla joint things, man. That was so good. So, that, was yeah. a good, that was a good time. That was the 50th episode. That was the 50th, yeah. Oh, man, good times. We'll good bring times. you back for the 100th. Definitely, man. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're pretty much a, a, what, a platinum, a platinum member of the family. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just hang out. Hold <laughs> on. We're going to figure out some ways to accommodate this. Um, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to spice it up for you guys going into, in the fourth quarter, going into 2021. Yeah. Um, so just be patient. This is going to get better. Uh, David Santiago asks, what is each of your favorite songs outside the genres of hip hop and R and B? That's a big question, man. Ooh, that's a big question. Uh, I, I listen to so much shit. It's hard to just nail it down. You yeah. can't ask us just what, what song, like one song or whatever. I got to pull out my Charlie Day graph for that one. Right? Um, I, I listen to so much music that I, yeah, I don't, it, it would it would take a lot of time for me to come up with that answer. Because, I mean, part of it depends on the mood, the lunar cycle. Um, it depends on where I'm driving that day. It depends on which shoe I put on first. Like, there, there are a lot of factors that go into that, but... Um, I could definitely say probably anything from the Footloose soundtrack, Madonna, getting to the groove, like all the old, like all that old Madonna shit. Yeah. Um, EDM, Daft Punk is always usually uh, something about us is uh, is a go to, but anything off of that, I think it was the I think it was the Human Again album, uh, the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Um. Outside of hip hop and R and B, um, wow! And, and it was the Crow soundtrack was definitely life changing. Um, Lincoln, oh, anything off of Hybrid Theory? Okay, Link Hybrid Theory is twenty years old. Damn, we're old. I'm older, but like, shit. like a couple of weeks ago was like the was like the twenty year anniversary of Hybrid Theory. Which is just one of the best albums I have ever heard to this day. Anything on there? Cure for the itch, lying from you, crawling yeah. in the end. All that shit is classic. Lately, I've been missing the presence of Rage Against the Machine. Um, oh, yeah. Some people might classify this rap. I don't. I, I don't. I, no. I feel that's more no. rock than anything. Um, I don't count Lincoln Park as rap, so I don't count yeah. uh, uh, Rage so Against the Machine as I don't that. count Mike Shinoda as a rapper. But, I mean, that's... You know, <laughs> it's a personal preference, but but they still go hard. Definitely. Um, there, You know what I've been listening to lately? So, uh, some there I forgot what the article was about, but it brought up this kind of movie that came and went, uh, Reign of Fire. Uh, the Dragon and, movie? Yes, okay. uh, Christian Bale yeah. and Matthew McConaughey versus Dragons, and it did not have a great theatrical release. It did pretty good on like home video and DVD, whatever. Um, the soundtrack, um, the best song on the soundtrack was uh, a song, a couple of songs from a band called Mad at Gravity. Um, they had a they had a they had a really good song off of that soundtrack called uh burn and i think they had walk away on there as well and they they had some moderate success with the album and they broke up 
Mm. Uh, go figure. That's rock for you. Sounds about right. But that album lately has been going really hard with me. Um, really good album. Uh, if you like, if you like Lincoln Park, if you like, it's very early kind of stuff. But if you like Lincoln Park, that I felt like that was kind of the precursor to that. Um, so there you go. Um, I could I could go all day, but that's just some of my favorites. Okay, that's a good question though. Very good. Uh, it's actually going to make me lose some sleep thinking about it. Thank Man. you. <laughs> Thank you for doing that to me. That's how you do people that truly love music. Because I'm going to go home and go, damn, I should have named that one too. Um, you know, anything off a of rent, you know, I, uh, Seasons of Love, I know every word. There's, uh, a, there's a whole 60s jazz yeah. catalog that I can just, nah, see see what you did, see, man. See, you did it. That's that bullshit, man. Yeah. Um, you a whole hoe for that. Bro, we, we, now we're, we're going to go in the vault. <laughs> I'm gonna text him some random shit and go <laughs> see what see see what we did. We could have named that. One. Yeah. Um, but thank you for that question. That was actually a very good. Thank question. you, David. David always comes with the good questions. Uh, I am I am scrolling through. Um, I I actually just got a. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna talk about that. I but there was a. Where is it? I feel like I just had it. See, this is what happens when you're on live. <laughs> now, if we were on Zoom, yeah, I'd be like, "What is he looking at? What the fuck is he looking what at? What is he doing? What, is he, what does he keep scrolling through?" Mm-hmm. Um, and while I'm doing, did I mention? Did I say Tron Legacy? You did. You did mention it. That was one Tron of the first Legacy. ones. No, no lyrics and nothing. Tron Legacy is hard. The the soundtrack is hard, and even more, they have the remixed one. I think Moby remixed the whole soundtrack. Mm. Uh, I think it's called D-Rezzed or something. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. Damn. See, yeah, there's, a, there's a whole Jamiroquai experience that I could, that I could talk damn, about. God damn, Jamiroquai. See, I, don't, see what you did, David. Oh, Scott Woods wants to know, uh, are, are y'all watching The Good Lord Bird? Have you, you heard of this? I'm not familiar with it. Okay. The Good Lord Bird, I, I watched the first episode. Ethan Hawke is playing John Brown. Oh. Like the abolitionist John Brown. Yeah. Okay. So, is and there's a book by James McBride all about this. Uh, John Brown was this abolitionist who tried to who tried to get the Civil War jumping off, uh, but he was batshit crazy and he had this whole kind of small militia and he took into his care a young boy uh, that he nicknamed Onion for very bizarre reasons. <laughs> the show is batshit crazy. Let me tell you something. And and the story is told through the eyes of this young boy. Okay. Um, who it's crazy. He had they had no money, so him him and his father shined shoes, and he wore a sack, mm. a, a, like a like a sack, like as a shirt. Yeah. But it was so big, and he's so small. Uh, John Brown thought it was a dress. And so <laughs> he assumed that the little boy named Henry, he thought his father called him Henrietta. He thinks he has this little girl in his care that he has to take care of because um, his father because his father got shot in a brawl that he started. 
Damn. Where he got to shoot David Morse in the dick. And <laughs> this is just, it's, I, I just gave you the first 10 minutes. And this is all about John Brown trying to start a, trying to start a revolution and uh, free slaves wherever he finds them. Hmm. Oh, and David Diggs is uh, Frederick Douglass. Uh, oh, because <laughs> because the resemblance is obvious. David Diggs is Frederick Douglass, which I think they were just being a little cheeky because he's because he was also Alexander Hamilton. Uh, I feel like maybe they were just being cheeky. Um, and so it's it's their ongoing adventures. Um, after the first after the first episode, I can say that shit is. That shit is batshit crazy, but it is also entertaining because this this little boy, even though he seems to be kind of smart, he's also kind of in this constant state of trauma of and, yeah. and fear of being just kind of whisked away from one insane situation to the next. Because you could imagine for somebody that it, uh, in slavery days that has lived in fear most of their life that they remember, um, you're you're just kind of always trying to avoid being noticed in a negative way by what by the white man, yeah. and the only way he survives these white people that have taken him under under their care is that they're all stupid. I John see, Brown included. I see Rafael Casal, aka not G Easy. <laughs> not G Easy. Yeah, I see David Morse, who's one of my favorite white people to hate in most shows, is in it. I was gonna say David Morse is always an asshole in something. Orlando Jones, okay. I see him. I, I didn't get that far. I, I, Orlando Jones, I'll definitely keep watching. I'm just looking at the IMDb. I don't say I'll definitely keep watching if Orlando Jones is in this shit. They got a nice diverse cast. Hopefully, he isn't getting nearly enough work. Hopefully, not all the black people are playing slaves. But no, no, we'll we'll check it out. Um, but yeah, I, so far so good. Um, you should definitely check it out. We'll probably we can discuss it at some point. Okay. Um, I'll get caught up this week. So thank you, Scott, for that one. Thanks for listening, Scott. I I. I reached out to him and told him that we mentioned him mm-hmm. in the episode last week. He was like, just so you know, I I never miss this podcast. Shit. That's high praise from wow. someone that I consider to be a terrific writer. Um, Karen Caldwell wants to know what old school black show deserves another season. Who? Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I can definitely say for me it would be the it would be the wire, but not in the format of like a season six, uh-huh. like another show in the wire universe. I said this a long time ago to my editor that they should totally do a show where Lester Freeman mm-hmm. is opens up like a detective agency or some yes. shit, and and he does it's like a limited series, but he does these cases and. It's, they always have to. They always involve him reaching out to someone uh, that he used to work with, that whoever's still alive on the wire. Um, Let's throw in Bunk. Him and Bunk should start it together. Yeah, that's the ultimate team up for me. Because <laughs> my favorite scene in the wire is where they're at the where they're at the bar, and 
Lester Friedman is sitting at the bar, just Sherlock Holmesing this whole, this whole mystery of the of the boarded up housing. Yeah, where they hit the bodies with Snoop and with Snoopy and what's the name? What's it, yeah. Uh, oh, what was his name? Man, don't get me started on the wire yeah. cast. But uh, that was another mo- great moment too. Snoopy with the nail gun. Yes. in Home Depot. So good. Anyway. Bunk and 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 Lester Freeman is figuring this all out with the nail, and meanwhile Bunk is over here with these white women talking about man's getting on these hoes, and while Bunk is talking to him about nonsense, Lester Freeman is working out all the clues to the case right there and solving it, and I just always felt bad for Lester Freeman because he was easily the smartest dude on the show, but was taken the least seriously. As opposed to Herc. Chris. Snoop and Chris. I'm sorry. Snoop and Chris, right. Yep. As opposed to Herc, yep. <laughs> who just kind of failed upwards. Because yeah. he was a dumb white guy who shot first and asked questions later. Yeah. And so I, I always thought it was it would be great justice to have Lester Freeman end up being like a private detective and doing kind of a true detective gritty kind of thing. We should write it and send it to David Simon. David Simon would go for this. I guarantee you. He or be would. real pissed about it. Either way, I, 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 I want look, David Simon to read. Look, it. man, David Simon—he would not turn down the money they would offer him for True Detective season four. That's also true. He would not turn that money down. But, I, no. The one caveat that I have to have though is that Clay Davis has to be a district attorney or alderman <laughs> or something on this show, just so he could go. Because every episode has to end with she. she. That would be roll so credits good, right <laughs> every episode um so yeah i guess that would be mine do you have uh uh that's again man these y'all these questions are getting tougher y'all and y'all realize that we drink when we do this <laughs> um I'll, I'll i'll throw out okay so what i'll do is i'll throw out this is kind of twisting your question around i'm gonna throw out a reboot okay and then a show that i wish could have another season uh I would be very curious in seeing what the Jeffersons would look like nowadays with an upwardly mobile older black couple um, coming up in in an area of like other wealthy Trump supporters right now. We're not talking about Kenya Barris, guys. Yeah, (laughs) not Kenya Barris, Uh, but someone, you know, young, well, not even young, but just brazen and just not giving a fuck around these people who don't really fuck with them like that and oh, just hell yeah. and navigating the new racism that we deal with. I think the I think the twenty twenty one version of the Jeffersons would be kinda lit. One hundred percent. But there's also a lot of things that they wouldn't be able to get away with now that you could like that like on CBS back in the day, George Jefferson was saying nigger with the oh, hard E R. I was like, wow. What? Oh, you you know, he got to say you honky. You don't realize how often people how you don't realize how often um some of your faves say nigger. Until they say it on like basic, on like basic cable. Like, did you watch SNL last night? Yes. Dave Chappelle got nigger off hard. Yeah, off and, and quickly. With the hard <laughs> ER too. And like coming from him, it's just like okay. <laughs> and what was fucked up? Somebody pointed it out was that he would say nigger, but the captions, if you had the captions on, uh-huh. would put the ER on there. And hit different. Hey, hey, come on, man. You know, somebody was a little too happy. Like, somebody. I can to, type it. Somebody got to get fired. 
That Dave Chappelle shit was lit. It was. That that opening monologue. Yeah. You could tell that audience. That audience was whack. You could tell that audience wasn't ready for none of that shit. Look, that opening monologue was going to be good either way the election went. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way I look at it. Dave Chappelle loved every minute of them uncomfortable white folks. Yeah. Um, who obviously did not watch his opening monologue four years ago. And then and and then Dave went on to only being like three skits. <laughs> And the rest of the show. <laughs> I, look, them skits were quality. That yeah. Aunt Jemima shit. That was. Yeah. He obviously wrote that shit. Yeah. When they when they looked over and they and and you just see Maya Rudolph going, but I'm Aunt Jemima. <laughs> you, I was like, holy yep. shit, we go in here. We already. That we're was here. the first one. <laughs> that was that shit was classic. He killed that shit. Yeah. I, 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 the other thing that works well for Dave Chappelle, we're going a little off topic. Yeah. The other thing that works well for Dave Chappelle is his brazen commitment to never staying fully in character for yeah. sketch comedy yeah he could not hold the laugh back at all he's like, whatsoever he's like really look at pete davis's lips oh my god <laughs> like yeah he just went all the way out of character levels yeah. man levels it worked on a lot yeah. of levels they were not ready for dave chappelle nah. if you weren't ready for dave chappelle pre-trump you weren't ready you're not ready for dave chappelle post-Trump after four years of trauma. Yeah. You're not ready for that shit. You're not ready for Dave Chappelle after the summer of Black Lives Matter. Um, Dave Chappelle was already going over his audience's head. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse and it's only going to get more entertaining. Uh, uh, so shout out to him. Shout out. Do you have uh, another show? Yeah. You said you had another so show my, my, my favorite sitcom of all time, Don't Shoot the Messenger. Okay. Um, shit, I am the messenger. Um, is Martin, and for a number of reasons, um, a the the situation with him and, and Tisha Campbell on the show, and then him obviously being on something. Yeah, uh, man. First three seasons, lit, lit. Halfway through the fourth season, you could tell uh, he was getting after he got the executive producer credit. You could tell he was getting up his own ass a little bit. Well, he was he was very sedated. Also, he was he, he was starting to get treated for something, and it was a chemical treatment. Fair enough. I wish I wish that he could have a final season with the energy of the first three seasons. Um, but also, Martin is a different person now than he was back then. But I wish he—I wish he could have another season with, you know, to, to officially close it out with the energy of the first three seasons. Because that, for me, that was a show that, um, uh, to me, that was a show that opened up the the identity and the personality of what we see now with black people in popular media and, and black Twitter, like just, oh yeah, like just being. That show was very black, without without being insultingly so. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't just beat you over the head like, but it was just like this is how I felt like this is how we are. This is this is how this is how we are behind closed doors, and now y'all can see it. You know, all the little idioms and everything that we use. Hustle and, man. Yeah. Tracy Morgan was fucking brilliant as hustle man he launched because we all know a hustle man he launched tracy uh morgan he also launched uh i can never pronounce the um the iranian lady's name who's now on the expanse and has been on a bunch of shit oh yeah that was her first gig as a you know the store the shopkeeper's wife i gotta restart the expanse man that was really good yeah i gotta i i started i keep i've watched the first three episodes like three times 
trying to get started and every time I get derailed. But I want to I want to get into that show. Thomas Jane is another one that does not get enough credit as a good actor because he hasn't taken a lot of high profile shit. Yeah. So shout out to him. Yeah. Jay Hernandez. I I want him to be a. I I, I want to say he's a good actor. I also want him to take better work than Suicide Squad. He's like a nice Daniel Pena. <laughs> Jay just seems so nice. He was. He, he definitely seemed nice when they put him in that racist ass role in Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. El Diablo. Oh, don't get me started on that. That was. Yeah. Oh, anyway. I wrote, I wrote a whole article about what why the last Suicide Squad was trash and we don't need another one. Um, but anyway, anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah. Martin would be mine Martin if, if we could. One. A good Martin. Um, so thank you, thank everyone for your. Oh, the, one more. I'm sorry. Oh, do it. Uh, if they want to, if they want to, if they want to bring back girlfriends, I'd be curious to see that yes. too. Yes. Because Tracy Ellis Ross has gotten finer. Finer. Holy shit. Um, you know it. it I guess I, I guess it must be like the equivalent of beauty sleep acting circles around Anthony Anderson. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that King of Bears money must be good on the skin. Man. Um, but yeah, so thank you. Thank you for your listener letters. Uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com and or opinionswhileblack.com is how to get in touch with us, how to ask us questions. Um, advice, whatever, we'll do it all. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut up! Number three. Oh, wait, there's a runner up. Oh. Runner up is Herschel Walker. Of course. Herschel Walker is back out here talking shit. God damn it. So, right before they announced uh, the winner of the election, Herschel Walker, his motherfucking ass, um, jumps out here well, because he's a Trump head. Well, if y'all are so sure Biden's gonna win, why don't we bring everybody, bring everybody back in and have them re-vote? They still have not finished counting they're, the original votes. They're literally counting right now. And you want everybody to come in and re- see? There should be CTE testing. Yeah. Before you get before you're allowed to have a Twitter. Yeah. You you know Herschel Herschel is that nigga that he's gonna he's gonna hit the reset button on Madden the first time somebody scores a touchdown. <laughs> no, nah, run that back, run that back. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Run that back. He gonna try to kick the court out, act like this. <laughs> man, get the fuck out of here. Fuck Herschel Walker. What he's another one of these people. Like you know, everybody has the right to have a Twitter. No, they don't. Nobody, not everyone needs to have a Twitter. OJ doesn't, if OJ doesn't need to have a Twitter, Herschel Walker doesn't need to have a Twitter. Herschel wasn't even the coldest one on Tech Mobile. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Tony Dorsett was way colder. <laughs> Herschel, Herschel Walker was the, was the, was the worst all-star character on NFL Blitz. Wow. <laughs> Punk ass. Oh man, so number so yeah, Herschel Walker gotta chill the fuck out, man. Shut the fuck up. Shut uh, up. Number three is Ice Cube. Ice Cube back to talking shit, bro. Um, Ice Cube, and I'm not gonna quote the tweet word for word because fuck him, but he was definitely like, so I tried to get y'all 500 billion from one from one of these candidates, and y'all gonna drag me and call me a coon, whatever. Oh, okay. Um. Yes. Exactly. Because look where your ass is right now, sir. 
five hundred billion short. You look look how stupid you look. And and especially now that we're we're learning from uh some people within the Biden uh within the Biden campaign, uh some politicians close to Biden that all that shit he said about how they wanted to wait till after the election, they didn't want to talk to him. Half that shit wasn't true. Yeah. Now they're saying half that shit wasn't true. <clears throat> that he was invited to a Zoom call with Kamala Harris, you know, who is now the vice president. Um, and he didn't want to be on the he didn't want to be on the call because he didn't want to be on the call with other black celebrities like D.L. Hughley and the sort. Uh, as if you have that much more political capital than D.L. Hughley. You literally you literally have the <laughs> same amount of political capital as D.L. Hughley, David Banner, any of these other fake woke, but Killer Mike, any of these other fake woke motherfuckers <laughs> that was probably on the call, you are not that much better than them. The only difference between you and them is that stupid-ass turban you've been wearing lately. This fool really did a who-all-gonna-be-there. They just... And had the nerve to turn his nose up at his contemporaries. You not and you haven't put out a good album in in decades. Yes, sir. The last time you was really going, the last time I really heard Ice Cube going hard was on Crunk Juice. Shit, if that, I mean. And even then, it was problematic because he definitely because he definitely said, and I quote, "Kobe didn't take that pussy." Kobe absolutely took that. He pussy. he took the ass, sir. He it, absolutely it was, took that pussy. It was it was as far as it was forced anal sex, sir. So y- you're saying. only partially correct once again. I was gonna, right, right, right. Um, we're so gonna get in trouble for that Kobe shit. Who by who? <laughs> Kobe can't whip my ass right now. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Um, so, all I'm saying is, we see now how much political capital you have. And let's see if Biden reaches out to you to give you $500 billion now. He will not. He not won't. you. He shouldn't. Not you. He shouldn't. You lied on his name. You lied on his name and swore you were getting, and swore you were getting money. And you were going to get paid by a nigga who has never kept his word. Now, if Stacey Abrams asked for it, Stacey Abrams deserves five hundred billion. Uh, the price just went up, y'all. Stacey Abrams definitely deserves five hundred billion. Ice Cube does not. Ice Cube has not done ass. half of what Stacey Abrams has done. Um, and five hundred. There are people out here doing a lot, a lot more with a lot less. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube needs to stop. Needs to go away forever and stop being a part of the conversation. Right along with. Uh, Trumple Stiltskin and the like. Ice Cube, take that fucking that, take that fucking head wrap off your head, comb your beard, and shut the fuck up. Shut up. Number two, Van Jones. This motherfucker. This nigga. This nigger. The hard er. Fuck I- Van Jones. First of all, let me open up by saying, just in case you were not clear on this point. Fuck Van Jones. Van Jones fixed his mouth to go on CNN uh, after the results of the election. And he broke down crying. <laughs> my kids understand. My kids see now that character matters. That they're safer now. That it's safer to, it's safer to be a Muslim. It's 
was safer to be a black person. <laughs> and the police. And the <laughs> this might have a little more potency to it. Had he not consistently had Donald Joseph Trump's translucent penis in his mouth for four years consistently. It was at that moment that he became presidential. Looking ass. Fuck off. Fuck off. Look, I know. And, this, and this is all. And you notice everybody else on the panel just ignored the fuck out of him and just kept going. It was like, all right. Well, in other news. <laughs> I'm telling you, Don Lemon was was behind was behind the scenes in their earpieces going. Pay no pay no mind to this nigga. Yeah, just keep fucking talking. I I know some of y'all. I know some of y'all were moved by Van Jones' words. Yeah, y'all been reposting. And y'all, y'all, yeah. I understand. I, I get it. You this know, is an emotional time. If it had been most anyone else, yeah, that I understand the sentiment. If this had been anybody other than Nat Coon Cole, yeah. <laughs> He's just trying to get back in the house, y'all. That's all that shit is. It, he, you know, Big Mama sent them outside all day, and it's time. It's time for dinner, and he still don't want to take a bath, and he's still smelling like outside. Big Mama, like, nah, you got to eat outside. Man, you got to, you got to eat your motherfucking food outside. Mosquitoes. Should have thought about that. Hey, I tell you what, I need you to go to that tree over there, and I need you to pick a switch, and you better pick a good one. Give if not, something. I'll pick it for you. No, Van Jones one of them. I'm gonna give you something to cry for. Yeah, niggas. that's what. That's yeah. how you do him. Uh, Van Jones, you're not allowed. You're not allowed back in. You're not. Nope. You're not allowed back in. Uh, those some stupid ass glasses you be wearing. Um, and go fuck yourself and uh, shine, pay somebody a nickel to shine your head and shut the fuck up. Shut fuck up, you, Van Jones. Also, y'all leave Van Lathan alone. He's not Van Jones. Van Lathan is not Van Jones. <laughs> Van Lathan is not Van Jones. One of these motherfuckers is smart enough to be a Mensa candidate. The other one is smart enough to maybe executive produce an episode of Homeboys in Outer Space. Uh, y'all got to chill the fuck out. Uh, we need Van Lathan going into this Biden campaign. Yes. Uh, y'all gonna y'all gonna get tired of that shit. Um, and the number one person. This should not be a surprise to anyone at this point. The number one person. I'm so happy to. Might, this, might, this might be the end of him having to be on this list for a while. Is Donald Joseph Trump? <laughs> Donald Joseph Trump, above all, has to shut the fuck up. Donald Trumple Stillskin. Trumple Stillskin is, it, 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 and he has proven it. He's as 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 bad as as terrible as a, a winner as he is. He is a worse loser. Yes. It, how are you a sore loser even before you officially lose? This man wanted them to stop counting while he just like right at the beginning. You want somebody to stop counting votes and, and the rubes that follow him didn't even understand how stupid it was. You want these motherfuckers to stop counting in one state and you want them to keep counting in another one. Yeah. Because they cheating you. You told your people to not mail in votes, to not trust the post office. You told them to to show up in person. Meanwhile, people with sense were like, going to send me that mail-in ballot. 
And if the post office tripping, I'm gonna drop that bitch off myself. Nigga, you were stealing mailboxes out of people's out of people's fucking neighborhoods. Yeah. You were stealing mailboxes out of people's neighborhoods and then got mad when they walked and handed the, and handed the mail in balance in themselves. Also, there's a photo of Eric Kushner and Ivanka Trump holding mail in ballots. <laughs> so y'all just I'm just saying, man, I just I just hope that this particular shut the fuck up is among the last that we ever have to do for this whole ass dude. For a long, for a while. Like you, you're done. You're done. He's not going away. He's not going away. He should. I, I'm. I'm. I feel like he's going to be more a part of the pop culture landscape than he was before. He's Alex Jones now. He's Alex Jones. He has all of the political potency of Alex Jones. He does not because he does not have it. He doesn't have any actual Trump loyalists that are going to be sticking around. Mm-mm. Um. That are going to be sticking around as a part of the Biden administration. Nope. Oh, fuck no. There's a, a Stephen Miller, Bessie DeVos, um, any Amorosa. What the, what the fuck happened to Amorosa? The doorman. Like, all, every anyone who was brought in under Trump, they, like, right now, they're just like, yeah, I'm just not going to come in. Tomorrow. Well, they're trying to get their Fox News deal lined up. Uh, who's who's, the, who's the, the, the dude before Sarah Huckabee Sanders? The one else hiding in the bushes. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's definitely got to be lining up some TV right now. Everybody's lining up their TV and their book deals, and they're gonna get the fuck away from you. And don't think about you're gonna barric- barricade yourself in the fucking White House. Uh, Biden already issued a statement said there are people that are very <laughs> good at their job that get paid to get your ass the fuck up out of there. If the they need sergeant to. at arms will gladly remove you. You with, don't. You don't have the keys, bro. With glee, they gave you the kid keys. Your your work badge stopped working. <laughs> you know. You know. Everybody has that. Everybody's had that terrifying moment in their life when the work badge stopped working. Yeah. And you know, layoffs is here. You sit. You stand at the door waving your badge, and that shit just gank, gank, gank. They give you that little temporary joint. You yeah. get a little worried. Somebody, oh yeah. Somebody shows up at the door. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, come in, come in, come in. Yeah, I got you. Come on, come on. Uh, 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 go before you log in. Go ahead and come see me in the office. Yeah, yeah. He getting that one. Yeah, he getting that one. And you walk into the office. You there's a box with your name on it. And just your shit, just hastily dumped in the box, shoved at you. Yeah. Oh um, hell yeah. No, and, no. This motherfucker. I words can't express how happy I am for him to be the fuck up out of here, or for at least hopefully the media is inspired to stop falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. And because the importance of the things that he has to say. Yes, now he can consi- now we can consider him a former president. But the level of revulsion that he that that he accrues it's hard to be more hated than Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter has actually taken all that political capital that he had, yes. even when he was being hated, and turned and turned out to go out in the world and do good things. Yes, we'll never see that from Trump. We'll never see Trump building anything. Look, that wall is over. My wife and I were talking about this last night. Even, even young W, like at at the time, I thought he was the worst president in my lifetime. And now he, it's almost like he's just like a simple, happy guy who likes to do paintings. He's like Bob Ross now. He's Bob Ross. <laughs> you know? And uh, you know what? 
it may just it's funny you said Bush. I was talking to my Call of Duty chat people, and this question came up. It's a valid question. What the fuck happened to the dude with the shoes? I feel like we didn't value him enough. Uh, 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 that dude, I we think, didn't value him. We didn't give him his flowers. I mean, his price definitely went up <laughs> before that was a thing. Like, we could definitely get his jersey down, <laughs> unretire his jersey, and put him and put him and put him somewhere. Because we know Trump's not going to concede. We know he's not going to cooperate with the transition process. And we and you know what? Honestly, I know it's a matter of tradition and all that shit, and it makes for good TV, but we don't fucking need him to. No. If we never saw Donald Joseph Trump again, I, it would be too soon. I think Trump just not going to be there on January 20th. Look, good. B- Biden's already been there. He know he already knows he's been in that Melania niche. has an escape plan. Yeah. You saw I saw on Twitter there was a moving van outside of the White House. Yeah. Melania got an escape plan popping. She got Raymond Reddington from the blacklist. <laughs> they gonna sneak her back out this motherfucker. Her she gonna go somewhere where her name where her name is Sylvia Jones. Look, Melania is already in Romania. Her stunt double's been filling in for like the last three weeks anyway. Melania gonna I'm telling you, Mara, Melania gonna run away with that with that young buck she fucking in accountant, Brad. Yep. yep. Uh Brad gonna get that come up. Baron's real father. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So just everybody, and, and none of your family has any real political capital. Jared Kushner is gone. Ivanka is gone. All of these motherfuckers. I'm so sick of this family. I never thought there could be a, a political family that could be reviled by people more than the Clintons. Or the Bushes. Or the Bushes. But the Trumps. Have di- we're gonna get a movie. We're gonna get a movie. It's gonna be funny, but y- y'all gotta wait at least five, ten years. Y'all gotta wait on that. Hopefully, at this point, he will. Zach be- Efron gonna play Jared Kushner. <laughs> there, hopefully, there's enough litigation against this motherfucker now that he's going to be in court for the rest of his life. Forever. If they can't put him in jail, he'll at least be in court for the rest of his life. Now, see, my my little my little theory. About Trump being a about Trump being an informant, that shit don't sound so crazy now. Mm-hmm. The and the only thing that was protecting him was the office, and somebody in the Justice Department came to him and said, "Now if you fuck around, and lose this election, all bets are off." Oh yeah, we coming for that ass. And y'all know it's going to get spicy. He he's going to he's going to whistle on a lot of people. Do you know how in love I would be with 2021 if we got the trial of Donald Trump? You know how amazing that would be? I mean, no, it would be amazing for like the first week. Yeah. Then we get sick of this motherfucker in the constant coverage. No, no. Ain't nobody watching C-SPAN that long. <laughs> oh, it, it wouldn't be on C-SPAN. That shit would be on NBC. Yeah. It, prime time. Bring back Steve Kornacki with the... With the with the with the opinion polls, have him on the whiteboard. You know, black people have never gone up so hard for white boys on the whiteboard until John King and Steve Kornacki. These motherfuckers be out there. He Kornacki literally looks like the meme with Charlie Day yeah. from Always Sunny. Like <laughs> he looks so tight. They had they had one point when Ali Velshi was like. Steve Kornacki has been removed 
from the building. He is somewhere with pillows and a bed and something look that looks like a bed. And then he tweeted the in the same two hours. Do y'all see these Pennsylvania numbers? Fuck this sleep. I'm on the way. Work work has to be done. Um, all that to say, Donald Joseph Trump. I want to tell you to go fuck yourself, but you don't deserve sex. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the whole fuck up. Shut I don't want to see a crumb on that plate. I don't want to see a crumb of a fuck in the bowl. I don't lick your plate clean and wash it down with liquid fuck. Shut the fuck up forever. Up. Go away. Please. Shut the extended edition out the extended edition Ridley Scott director's cut of Alexander fuck up. Shut up. Now actually it was Oliver Stone. Go and write the art of shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Psychology and shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> the science of shut the pop science of shut the fuck up. Yeah. Come on, man. Fuck off, man. Fuck off forever. Comb, comb your comb over a different direction. It's getting obvious. <laughs> D. Randall, if we've done a podcast... We have done the podcast. We have done a podcast for your ass. The one that we've been waiting to do. The one that we have waited two years to do. Guys, um, it is amazing um, that y'all stick with us through this. We love y'all. Oh, we forgot to mention... Um, shout out to Andrea and Ryan. What up? From the, uh, coming soon from the pre-order bonus podcast. Hey, hey. Uh, look that up on Instagram. Uh, uh, I believe that's premiering soon. Um, they gifted us, um, in, uh, also celebrating a hundred episodes and beyond. Um, they gifted us, they gave Randall a pop Funko doll of... Wolverine of Logan. My first one. Uh, looks like a movie Logan. And shit is dope. They got me. They love. They know I love enamel pins. I know I love flair because I used to put it on my on my <laughs> my work badge and all that shit all the time. Um, they got me a Princess Mononoke enamel pin. Hey hey. Of the little mask from Princess no- Mononoke. It's one of my favorite movies. Definitely my favorite anime movie of all time. Uh, Miyazaki is an irreplaceable genius. Um, thank y'all so much. I love that Andrea brought it to me in socially distanced. I'll be, <laughs> be sitting, I'll be sitting out in the garage like it's the patio, and she definitely st- stood at the curb and talked to me for 15, 20 minutes. Um, thank y'all so much. It means everything that y'all care enough about us and care enough about this podcast um, to, I, I guess, gift us. Um, Burn, DJ Burn calls it Kiss the Ring I, I, no, I don't no, think of man. it like that no. We ain't shit This is a little dog and pony show man It's only gonna get better though um, Thank you guys I, I mean we don't We appreciate We don't deserve this This, this, this kindness but, but thank you guys um, That it really does mean a lot That, that people think of us um, I'm, I'm glad that we're able to Bring you some level of enjoyment Through our drunken fuckery Especially uh, this year, man. Yes. This year, we, you know, this is, 
we always joke about how this is like our uh, therapy session or whatever, but we're here to help y'all get through this. Yeah. And that was more more evident than than before, especially this year. And I I, I think we really needed it this year. Um. I think it's no coincidence that even though we've already been a pretty consistent crew, we've been very consistent. Amazing this year. Consistent like, this year. It's like we needed to do this. So um, thank you guys. We need this and we know and we know uh y'all need this. We know y'all need the entertainment. Um so you know, we're here to help we're here to help the culture get through it. Uh shout out to all my other podcasters out there staying consistent. The truck cast is back. Yes. Y'all back in the truck. Shout out to shout out to DB and Humvee. I believe tonight they just had their podcast versus Ooh. against Social Complex podcast. I still don't know how does that work. What a podcast versus is or how that works, but whatever it is, these people bring people with them to these live events. People come out to see them. I know it was lit. Um, they've been hyping it up for weeks. I know. I know they had a good time. Um, I'm I, one of these days. I'm going to have one of them up here to. Uh, talk to us about that because I don't know how the fuck that works. Okay. Um, so thank you guys. Uh, we're gonna get out of here. I'm tired. Randall's tired. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I'm sure he is the same. Yeah, I'm not uh, used to this. Sure, his wife is. I'm sure his wife is sick of me up in here for the weekend. <laughs> um, we will be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been episode 113 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I am motherfucking D. Randall. And as always, forever imparting titties.